Canton. Kenny Wade. Hey, man. Yo, brother. I got the recording rolling because sometimes the gold happens before you think you started to mine. <laughs> well, let me get uh, prepared for gold. I uh, lured you into this conversation today to talk about Lead Young. And this new initiative, a young adult um, leadership initiative on the Intermountain District. And before we um, get into the specific questions around that, I'm curious, just in your own reflection on your journey, how have you intersected with young adults yourself? Like, how old are you and how long have have you seen yourself as someone that's been investing into young adults or journeying with young adults? Right. Here we go. By the way, love the... uh... The Instagram for I am Y A. If I'm getting those those letters mm-hmm. right, Mountain Young Adults. Yeah, man, awesome. Faith Henry and and Christian Kippy Dugan have been the two elected young adult reps on the Inner Mountain District for the last year. Gotcha. Yeah. And so they've yeah. they've served a one year term, and now they've changed that to where the young adult reps will be in two year terms. And okay. Kippy has been reelected. I'm not authorized at this time because it's not official to say who the person is, even though we already had the convention, but the emails haven't been sent yet to the new young adult rep that's going to be joining us. But I'm excited. Um, female, graduated from university, kind of in a different space. So we have a college age student and we have somebody cool. that's getting on into their mid 20s. And I think that's really going to help us with some robust conversation this year and planning strategies. Awesome. Yeah. So awesome, that's, so that's, that's Faith great. and Kippy on there. And that's basically their report to the NYI convention um, was the first two posts on the Instagram. Awesome. Okay. I, I need to, I didn't have my sound on. I need to go back in and, and, uh, and listen to it, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Kenny, you're just rocking it. You're a, you're well, an instigator. You're a starter. You're we're a, trying. We're trying. Yeah. I went back in the archives, Kenton. And I found the podcast interview for Because International between me and you and Stephen Corbett, Steve Corbett. I don't know if you remember sitting in you uh, because it brought him in for like some consulting and some evaluation of mission and purpose and best practices. And so you and I, um, I interviewed the two of you and kind of facilitated the conversation um the audio was horrible like i needed to have you closer to the microphone steve was right there and stuff but that's the first episode of the uh, church suite podcast uh edition for because international in july of 2019 19 okay i was gonna say that that seems like a long time ago i know it's it's a a couple things ago (laughs) Interesting. Steve was great. Boy, he was fun. Um, he he was he was fun to to talk to. He wasn't too. Uh, I mean, he was kind of intimidating, but he he like wasn't. He didn't big league us. You know what I mean? Like we're just a little nonprofit, and he still came in for a couple of days and spent that time with us. I I and we've referenced. We still reference it. Right. I mean, that was that was so pivotal to have him come in and 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 give us his thoughts and. Yeah, I I liked him a lot. He was great. Kenton, I was just thinking back to how long have you and I known each other? I remember you as a youth pastor um, back in the day. Like, so when I was in junior high or high school, I just remember Kenny Wade from Boise First. 
that's uh so so before tree city <laughs> back yeah. when it was yeah Boise first i mean yeah that's that's probably in my head that's i think that's how i remember you was when you were a youth pastor back in the day a cool a cool you know boise kind wow. of youth pastor guy those were the days so i was uh i was talking to keegan linker on wednesday and he remembers me from when he was in junior high and at victory cove camp and Way Mark, back in the day. Mark Boothby and I were hiding in a manhole together in the road. Mark Boothby and I in a manhole together. You know, Mark, right? I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Keegan remembers that because no one found us. My wife was also at that camp in a travel group and she was in a tree like all the way at the top in camo and no one found her. So I went low. She went high. No one found us. Keegan was in junior high. I feel old and it's okay. You know, uh, great great minds must think alike, or or maybe not not great minds. But uh, at at uh, Trinity Pines, in one of the first few years at Trinity Pines, back when they just had like the lodge and like nothing else. Yeah. Um, for for one of those like nighttime games, we're doing a big sardines or uh, you know hide and seek or something. But a few of us hid uh, down in, in a kind of a man, there's a manhole covering up like kind of a sewer type of section. Right. They didn't have sewage in it. I think it was just like an extra, like overflow sewage could yep. go there. Yeah. Uh, we, we took off that big manhole and a few of us got in there and, uh, we, I mean, nobody found us. Nobody this is the way. wanted to find us, but, uh, but my goodness, we smelled, it wasn't like really bad, but it was, it was, obvious residual obvious residual been somewhere yes <laughs> oh no <laughs> but we won. we were just so into the game we won we won the game we were thrilled we were thrilled so i have this memory of you outside the brant center you were a student at nnu you were involved in student government and you were talking about how you'd um sent in a a audition tape for survivor and you were trying to get on survivor I really wanted that for you. I, I think I've mentioned a couple of times since then over the years of just like, you know, Kenton, it's not too late. You could still audition for Survivor's still going. It's it's you know, it's it's too late for me. It's too late. That so that that was yeah, I that was back when you I don't even know how they do it now, but back then you had to make a cassette tape like a, a VHS tape. And it had to be three minutes and then you'd send it in. And so I had some uh communication major friends who had that type of equipment they they helped me make a little video i had super long hair yeah like i was i thought i was just ready for it my my whole pitch to them was um hey i'm i'm a super nice guy i'm i'm just like a really regular guy from from idaho and you know my faith means a lot to me i'm, I'm i follow jesus and i like i don't i don't lie i don't do any of that stuff and so, so if you choose me for the game, I'm going to play it straight. I'm going to play it straight up. I'm going to say what I mean. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be one of those uh, conniving, you know, one of the, one of the Christians people. that gets down to the last three and then cheats on everybody. Hoping well, they can so, win. so at the very end of the video, I'm talking all the whole time about how just like how good I'm going to be, how nice, how straightforward, how honest I'm going to be and at the very end. I, I, I said something like, or am I <laughs> like that. <laughs> Hope, hoping that would just hook them? But uh, I never heard back. Never heard back from Man. Uh, from my survivor tape. So. I'm just guessing that was a tough decision for them. Like they really wanted to reach out to you. Yeah, 
I hope it was. I believe that in my my heart. I enjoyed I enjoyed the thought. It was just it was just fun to dream. You know, it's just fun to dream about it. But yeah. <laughs> Well, um, I uh, lured you into this conversation today to talk about Lead Young and this new initiative, a young adult um, leadership initiative on the Intermountain District. And before we um, get into the specific questions around that, I'm curious, just in your own reflection on your journey, how have you intersected with young adults yourself? Like, how old are you and how long have have you seen yourself as someone that's been investing into young adults or journeying with young adults because even at 46 for me i look back and go i started youth ministry in 97 and pretty quickly even then i was working with fellow interns or residents and then when i was a young youth pastor i was working with college interns so i was a young adult working with other young adults so what does your young adult leadership journey looked like for you personally and then young adults you've invested in for leadership yeah so i'm i'm 38 years old uh, my my wife and I have been married for 10 years. We've got two kids. Uh, our son is eight and our daughter is seven. So I don't feel young anymore. I, I, I really you don't. You are. I, Stop <laughs> it. You are. You can't I, do that to I, the rest of us. I guess I, I don't put myself in the young adult category, but for, for a while I was. And uh, You can you still know, go I, to young clergy conference. I cannot. Okay. Yeah, you can well, just show up. I cannot. We'll You're under 40. We'll see, yeah. we'll see if yeah. I, we'll see if I feel, feel it. But um, you know, I, I uh, went, uh, went to Northwest Nazarene University, graduated in 2007, and then I traveled for a little bit. Um, when I came back, I started to work at NNU, and, and so I was around, you know, college students uh, in this role that I had with Campus Life, so I was kind of the adult at all the events and working with student leaders, loved it, and so I was around uh, college students for five years. Uh, while I worked at NNU. At the same time, I was trying to get some young adult ministry stuff started uh, on the Intermountain District back back then, back in the day. Yep. And, and I remember, the man. first church where I, where I w- was attending. So we did two uh, young adult mission trips um, to Nicaragua, uh, kind of as a, as a district. And um, I had, I was a part of a great young adult group at Nampa First Church. Um, and then I, I was a church planter for three years. Uh, my wife and I planted a, a little church in Nampa and had a lot of um, college students, young people that attended that church. And, um, and then in the midst of that, uh, had started a nonprofit, um, which was kind of my most recent thing, um, a nonprofit called Because International. We work with something called The Shoe That Grows. And we've got several people on our team who kind of fit that young adult category. Okay, hold on a second. Pause. I just want to. I just want to say this: you don't just work with the shoe that grows. You invented the shoe that grows, Kenton. You need to deal with that reality. (laughs) I've seen the first version that came out of the garage with you and your friend. I've handled it before, like and and the subsequent ones, you know, uh, from then, it's come a long ways. It's come a long way, and I've, I had a ton of help. But but yes, yeah. So I, I I founded because international and and had the idea for the shoe that grows, and 
so uh, so fortunate to have some great people come alongside and help me out with that. But yeah, so I've so I've been around a lot of young young adults these last um, kind of fifteen years as I've been out of college. I've I really stayed either I was a young adult or I've kind of stayed pretty close to some young adults, and it's just an age group that I'm really passionate about. Um, and so excited to have the chance to start this new little ministry called Lead Young. Mm -hmm. And tell me all about it. Like I've never heard about it before. I'm hearing about it for the first time. Kenton, yeah. what is Lead Young? Lead Young, you know, so so a lot of people are probably hearing about it for the first time because it is something brand new. Um, Lead Young, our mission is to uh, spiritually ignite young adults who we consider those from 18 to 35 to be in that young adult category. Um, so we wanna spiritually ignite young adults for growth and for service. Um, so it's tough, right? Like it's tough being a young adult. We'd love to come alongside um, young adults on the Intermountain District. Um, this is gonna be a district ministry. So we're not um, necessarily associated with one church, but um, a, a ministry for the Intermountain District. So we'd love to come alongside young adults um, to help them navigate this critical time of life uh, and to discover God's call for them. You know, how, how can they serve? How can they serve the church? And, and both in ministry ways for those that feel a, a special calling to maybe part-time or full-time ministry, that's awesome. But also for those who don't feel a calling to full-time ministry, but they're a teacher, they're a nurse, and they still want to find ways where they can uh, serve the church. And so, so the first thing that we're starting with is um, trying to get together a group of 25 young adults each year to be in a leadership development program uh, that'll be almost a year long uh, leadership development program and try to get this cohort of 25 that can uh, journey together through this program and uh, we are so excited to kind of see where this goes. I'm, I'm holding it a little bit loosely. I don't, I don't want to have it all figured out today um, because I'd love for the young adults that are in the program and mm. many others to, to help us um, figure out what this should be. Um, but we're just excited to spiritually ignite young adults for growth and service. And we're going to start by a leadership development program that young adults can be a part of here on the district. Yeah, and I think that's that's an important descriptor is that this is a leadership development an initiative. Um, you know, I, I called you up recently and I was like, Kenton, am I supposed to send you social media stuff to post about young adult gatherings? Or, yeah, are you the no person thanks. we need to? No, no, it's a it's alongside of right. Like this is yeah. you're you're inviting young young adults to commit to something. This cohort of twenty five, and it's a leadership development initiative for young adults 18 to 35 um, Correct. which yep. is different so we, than like we're going to go on a backpack trip or we're going to go on a we're going to get together once a month to do dodgeball or to go out to dinner or um you know yeah. creating small groups for one and all to come be a part of it's a specific focused leadership that's right cohort. that's totally right and we and we hope those things are happening too and right and in some small ways we i mean we'd love to be a part of those things as well a little bit if we can but the the heart of what we're doing right now and what we're starting with um, is going to be a leadership development program each year and trying to have 25 young adults uh, join us to be a part of that program. And then without getting too much into the weeds, um, we'd love for, for each of those groups, each of those cohorts of 25, 
um, to, to stay with us for more than just that year. Um, that first year will kind of be the, uh, the most intense, the, the most, um, we, we think, uh, uh, really life-changing year where every week we're engaging with them in some way, um, whether it's through mentoring or some education that we're going to provide or certain experiences as we host some retreats and things like that. It's going to be an amazing year, that first year. But we hope to keep the young adults uh, in that program um, to, to stay with us for year two, year three, year four. We'd love to, to really be long-term with them so that at some point down the road, maybe in year four, if my math works out, um, that we would have 25 young adults that are in their first year of the program, and we'd have 25 in year two, year three, year four. So we've got 100 young adults. That's really our vision. How can the Intermountain District be investing and igniting and empowering 100 young adults every year to go out and serve on the Intermountain District? And again, serve in multiple ways. We don't need everybody to be a, a lead pastor or to plant a church, um, you know, but is it missions? Is it compassionate ministries? Is it serving on your church's board? Is it teaching Sunday school? You know, maybe it's something wild that that I haven't even thought about. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. we just would love to have a hundred young adults when we're really going full speed, a hundred young adults at any time ready and willing to to follow God's calling and follow God's lead and serve uh, here on the Intermountain District. So why are you passionate about this? Why are you investing your time, your energy, making the effort for this leadership development initiative for Lead Young? Yeah, you know, it, it starts pretty personally with me. I, I don't, I really, uh, to be honest, don't often feel God specifically guiding me. Um, I think he guides me in general. I think he guides all of sure. us in general. Um, but I've really sensed him opening a door for me to be um, a part of this program. And and so that's, I guess, my main reason. <laughs> I really do feel like he's he's opened this door for me to be a part of it. But I hope that he's done that because um, because I really am passionate about young adults. And for right now, there's kind of this situation where I would just love to help connect the dots I've heard our district superintendent, Scott Shaw, and our assistant district superintendent, Brent Deacons, both say that we have a leadership void here on the district. There are not enough, whether it's full-time pastors, part-time children's pastors, youth pastors, I mean, whatever it is, you know, people serving in, in other ways as well. There's just a leadership void mm. and we need more leaders. And at the same time, I see and I hear from young adults who feel like there's not a place for them in the church. Right. And, and, and even to the degree of there's not a place for them to lead in the church. And so I am really excited. And again, I feel God opening this door for me to, to try to be a part of this, but I'm just really excited to try to connect those dots. How can we take some of the leadership void that we have and some of the opportunities that, that are out there and how can we connect those to young adults who would love to serve and who would love to be a bigger part of what's happening um, in their church and here on the district? And so I'm excited to try to connect some dots. I'm excited to, um, you know, the, the three big parts of our program, the three big values that we have are to engage, to equip, and to empower the, the young adults here on the Intermountain District. Um, and so 
like I think it just starts by just engaging. Often young adults maybe feel a little bit left out. So, and you're trying to do this too, Kenny, you know, it's like, how can we just get them, get the conversation started? You know, how right. can we just begin to communicate, begin to engage? But then from that point, we're excited for our leadership development program. How can we equip these young adults to be ready to serve? And then how can we empower them? How can we provide them opportunities both locally and at a district level where they can carry out God's calling on their lives and they can serve and help the church and, and build the kingdom. So that was a long answer. I meant to keep that it's great. short. No, no. Long, but it's, yeah, it, I'm excited. I'm excited about this. It's great. It's good. I appreciate you, sh you sharing about it. I'm, I'm curious. I don't think I asked you this before, but what is the, after we had coffee, I actually thought of this question. Um, what's the origin story behind this? I mean, you, you were just talking about how you felt, you know, God's kind of bringing this to your attention, but was it like a, you went to our district leadership and said, Hey, or did they come to you or did somebody go, Hey, you, you should all be talking to each other. And then this just kind of emerged from it. Was this a, and to stack some more questions in here, like with the origin, was this something you were already thinking about? And, and then, and it just kind of lined up, like, how, how did this all coalesce yeah. to actually becoming something where you're going to be leading it and, we have our first event on April 18th with the Lead Young Summit. Yeah, so I, I will keep this one shorter. Uh, but basically, um, I'm I'm a part of a of a wonderful committee uh, for the district called the Multiplication uh, Committee, and and our focus is on church planting, kind of new church plants, church revitalization, um, just kind of all things like what opportunities are out there on the district mm. um, for us to do ministry, um, either revitalizing current or old ministries or or starting new things. And so it's a wonderful team of people. And, and so through those conversations over the past couple of years, one of the biggest things that we talk about is this lack of leadership, you know, for, for us to be able to do the things on the district that we think could be done to revitalize some some of our churches and to start new things, um, you know, District Superintendent Scott and, and Brent kept kind of harping on this message of, you know, for us to do this, we need leaders and they're not there. Um, where are we going to find these leaders? Where could these leaders come from? And actually their number, um, they kind of casted this vision of, we need a hundred new leaders to be able to do the work that we think is possible, you know, moving into these next few years. And so that just kind of stuck with me, mm. this image of a of hundred young, uh, well, a hundred leaders. And then I started to kind of connect the dots with some things that I'd just been seeing and feeling of, you know, how do we involve young adults more? What, uh, what are some ways that we can, can connect with them more? And hey, again, it's, it's, it's not rocket science, right? Although sometimes it's complex, but, but in some ways I want, to, I want to simplify it. Like we feel like there are opportunities to serve and I really believe there are young adults out there on the district that would love an opportunity to serve. So I just kind of started with that mindset of how can we connect these dots? And then through conversations with Brent and Scott and others, um, this program just kind of took shape. And so at the same time then personally, and I'll, I'll keep this um, super short or I could go a long time on this, but so, so you're right, like you mentioned earlier, I'm, I started the shoe that grows and, and because international and uh, um, I knew I wasn't going to do it forever, but it's like been my baby and I've loved it. I've been doing it for years, but really felt like um, it was time for me to, to uh, transition out of my job uh, with Because International and, and start a new chapter. 
And so as I thought about what could, what could a new chapter look like for me, um, I really wanted to get back into some kind of ministry and, and get back um, kind of more active with the Nazarene church. And so it just really, again, I, I felt like a door was opening for me mm. to, to be a part of this program at this kind of perfect time where I'm, I'm stepping away from my work at uh, Because International and I'm excited to step into my role as the director of, of Lead Young. I think Sweet. that's how it started. Brent and Scott might have a different story, but that's uh, yeah, no, that's, that's my great. story, and I'm I'm sticking to it. Yeah, good. We have we have it on the record. So if if I'm a young adult and I'm showing up April 18th for this Lead Young Summit, what am I going to experience? We would love. So I, anytime I do a a a very poor uh, <laughs> social media post, I try to say calling all young adults because that that's how I feel about the summit. So the summit is our kickoff event. That's the first thing that we've ever done. First thing that we're doing. We're trying to just get a bunch of young adults together. So anybody calling all young adults, ages eighteen to thirty five, married, single, whatever you are, come join us. We'd love for you to be there at Lakeview Church of the Nazarene on Tuesday night, April 18th. And really the main reason for this gathering is to introduce our Lead Young program. Like if we do anything that night, if young adults remember anything, I, I hope they remember, oh, this is Lead Young. This is a new program here on the district. Um, here, here's what it's all about and here are ways that young adults can engage with it. And, and really talking a lot about that leadership development program that, that is kind of the heart of, of Lead Young right now. So, so I'd love for young adults to come and be a part of it and hear more about Lead Young. But in some ways, not, not that that's gonna be boring because it's not, but that's just like information, right? About a program. So we're gonna have an awesome 90 minutes. It's from seven to 8.30. Um, we have Pastor Sam Bartolome from, awesome. uh, from Boise Euclid coming, and she's going to share. We have a young man named Tyson uh, Gussman, Legend. Who, he is Legend. awesome, um, and he's going to actually do a comedy set. He's a local comedian uh, and also uh, just a great young adult here on the Intermountain District. He's going to yep. do a few minutes of comedy. He's a we're pastor gonna, of my gonna, kid, dude. He's like on know, staff right? as a pastor like at my church with Zach, and yeah. he's actually... Tonight at Treefort, he's hosting comics. He's like the oh, making awesome. sure everything runs smooth. So they're doing yeah. the sets, but he's making like go out there now. You come back, you you you're on. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah. you know. No, he's, he's running great. the show. I've I've, yeah. I've heard his comedy once, and it was gold. It was so yeah. good. Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna have past, Pastor Keegan Lanker um, yep. from Gig Harbor Nazarene uh, come Jeez. on down and join us. And he's gonna give us a great. Uh, he's just great with young adults. He's gonna give us a great overview on on kind of what young adults and the church looks like. Um, yep. And then we have Morgan and Shannon Seward, uh, who were, here, were at College Church. They were NNU College Church, and now they're over in Salem, and they're going to come lead worship with us. So it's going to be an awesome night together, but kind of the main purpose is to introduce this Lead Young program to kind of our target audience. Like, we'd love to get as many young adults there as we can, um, and Often, maybe there hasn't been a ton of programming for young adults. So if you are a young adult, if you're on the Intermountain District, if you can make it to Nampa on a Tuesday night, Tuesday, April 18th, like, please come join us. I'd love for you to be there. This event is for you. If you're 18 to 35, it's for you. Please come join us. You'll learn a lot about Lead Young, and it'll just be an awesome evening together. Sweet. 
So in, in wrapping up here, Kenton, in our last couple of minutes, um, I'm curious, what would you, what would you want to say to leaders on the district that are in community with young adults? They might be a volunteer. They might be a, a part-time or a full-time pastor in a youth ministry. They might be the lead pastor at their church, but they have like two young adults that come because they're related to someone, you know, to their grandma. And so they're, 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 they're at church. I love the initiative to invest into young adults. My heart and passion is really who are the leaders that are local in the context. They're trying to make something happen with young adults. Sometimes it's working. Sometimes it's not. So investing in those leaders to help equip them to practice, you know, hospitality with young adults and to curate discipleship um, and then to kind of cultivate leadership out of that. Um, so I'm trying to invest in the leaders that are in place on the Intermountain District working with young adults. What would you say to them um, just in general and specifically about Lead Young? Yeah, so in, in general, I'm going to encourage them, uh, keep keep caring about young adults, right? Keep 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 those relationships strong. Keep keep checking in with them. Keep connecting with them. Um, I mean, I'll... First world problems, right? But young adult, the young adult time in life can be so difficult, so difficult. And and I've been there, you've been there. And for the young adults today, life is different than than when I was a young adult. Even I mean, mm-hmm. things change so quickly, and so life is tough for young adults. It really is. It's it's career, it's money, it's love it's relationships, it's, it's calling, it's, it's faith. It's, it's so many things and, and the world just kind of beating down on you. Right. And so I would just encourage anyone who has young adults in their church, um, in their small group, in their community. I mean, if if you are, if you have, if you have any young adults in your circle of influence, um, please keep checking in with them, keep connecting with them keep talking to them, keep asking them questions, keep praying for them, right? It really is, um, you know, it's different from kids. It's different from teens. It's young adults. And often I think they can feel, or at least I'll say from my experience, I felt a little forgotten as a young adult in the church of the Nazarene. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I kind of slipped through the cracks of kind of the church structure and so um, we don't and you, want young and you, you, you went to our young adult ministry plan for the Church of the Nazarene, which is one of our Nazarene universities. When you talk to people I about did. what's, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, did yeah. there and you, you thrived there. You had a great experience and leadership and you went back and you worked there. But this is still your, your yeah. kind of reflection of just personal journey of like, yeah, but outside of that, yeah, what, what was there? And yeah, dude, yeah. I, I'm, and I, I'm so glad you're doing this because- we're Nazarenes, man, let alone Christians. We know how yeah. to network. We know how to do food. Let's we do know it. how to do people. For sure. Like, let's do let's it. Let's put those together for young adults, you know? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And so many people are doing uh, an awesome job and their church is doing an awesome job. And there are other churches that, boy, they're just trying their best for those yep. two young adults. I mean, so so a hundred percent, keep going, keep going, keep going. And then specifically, I'd say, um, hey, if, if I can help you uh, in my role as director of Lead Young, if I can be of any assistance to you and your young adults, contact me and, and, and tell me about what you have going on. And I would love to see how I can help. And if your young adults feel like they are maybe a little bit 
um, searching. They're a little bit restless. They are feeling a call to ministry or just a call to, to serve more. Um, and they're not quite sure how, or they're looking for something a little deeper and a little bit more. Um, hey, maybe the Lead Young uh, uh, Leadership Development Program could be a good fit for them. And it's going to be this year that's going to help transform their life. We're going to dig in with them personally. We're going to dig in with their calling and how God is leading them to serve. It's going to be this amazing year for them. And we would love to, to kind of unlock what God has for them and connect them to some opportunities to serve and, and open those doors. I mean, essentially, the district is really opening the doors and, and, and giving the keys to young adults who want to serve and help and be involved. And, and I'd love to help connect those dots. And so if anyone out there has a young adult of like, oh yeah, that's them. They've told me they want to serve and they don't know quite how, you know, they feel a calling and they're not sure what it means. Hey, I want to talk to them and I'd love for them to be a part of our program. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Young Adult Ministry Podcast. Subscribe to Yamcast Premium for just 99 cents a month to access extra content like video, bonus episodes, extended interviews, and our back catalog. Help us help you fail forward together in young adult ministry. Until next time, see you. Dude, tell me about the painting behind you with the lion and the lamb and the cup. Yeah, let me see if I can... If you can see it there, yeah, that's, that's my favorite painting uh, in the world. Um, so table church when i when I did table church, uh, we were hoping to have um, kind of a different sort of theme each each uh, each month, I guess is what what we were going for. Yeah, and so we wanted to try to show that theme in different ways for the service. and uh, and so one was through art. So, the very first year, we probably had four, four or five artists make like three or four paintings for us. Yeah, yeah. And and then each month we would put it up. Um, and so this was the first one. And I remember the the young lady who did it, who was a barista at the Flying M. I didn't know her very well, um, but I'd given her just a couple of words. And so this one was was communion. I asked her. I just said, paint me a, you know, do a painting around communion, whatever, whatever you think that is for you. And so she made this. And when I first saw, and it was like the day before our service, like our very first service. And so I I was wanting to display it and kind of counting on it. And like the day before she gives it to me and I hated it. Like I, I just thought it was the weirdest, like it's a lion on a, a lion's head on someone's body and then a lamb's head on, on this female body. And like, I just, I just hated it, but I still put it up. Cause I told her I would. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then it was up the, that whole first month. And like, every time I would see it, I just liked it more and more and more. And it just kind of spoke to me and kind of got in, got into my gut. And then it just like became my favorite painting ever so so like i only kept one thing from table church 
and and that was it that's so that that to me was that's mm. like my little little memento from table church but but also showing me and i'm not a huge art guy but whenever i look at this i just think of like the power of art to yeah. to change you right i mean i my first impression was I, I really like like i do not like this one bit and it's not what i want it to be and it's not what i you know, <laughs> how dare she paint this thing mm. that I don't want. And uh, it really, really, it's, it's been a meaningful painting for me. So I love it's it. A, it's a keeper. You've, in my opinion, you have chosen wisely. Like I want to, can you at some point, like maybe when we get done to like, take a picture of it and send it to me. Is it, is it too personal yeah. to do that with? No, 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 no. That's totally fine. Yeah. Before I, Cause I want to look at it. it right I want to look at it closer, but I just love the interplay of the, the colors and maybe I'll even use it as like, I don't know some posting with with the episode oh, for Yamcast, cool. but love it, love it, love it, love it. I can see why you didn't like it, but I can also see <laughs> how it gro- how it grows on you because it's just not something you're used to looking at, and and yeah. it, it mixes elements together that you're not used to seeing. Yeah, together and and um, but there's it goes so many different directions and the depth the way that she's painted it so that the depth and the the dimensions of it really kind of, they begin to like come alive almost and pop off the yellow anyway. Yes. Yeah. Look, I'll look sure. at this picture. You're, you're going to send about. Cool. Thanks yeah. for telling me that little bit of background, literal background for the zoom call history. <laughs> hey, that's uh, that's how, that's how we do it here.